Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, Hina doll-obsessed protagonist, otaku gals with sexy legs, the art of cosplay, romantic subplots, and fan service. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 464, My Dress-Up Darling. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there in internet land. Hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode because I am totally psyched to talk about manga today. It's been a long day and I'm excited to talk about it. But if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin, or some podcast invading reviews about connectly enhanced narrative, is a geeky podcast where we talk about various nerdy topics depending on the show you're listening to. Since it's the manga review, obviously we talk about manga. I tell you the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters... The production quality, the design, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I and my co host say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirakin.com. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. Just type in S P I R A K N in the search bar, and I guarantee you find us one way or the other. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spyrokin.com. You can tweet me at Spyrokin because I'm also on Twitter. And if you follow our Instagram, remember to follow and like us. And if you enjoy what you hear, support our Patreon to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. Now that that shilling's out of the way, let's actually get to the agenda of the podcast. And that is the manga review of the day. Because if you remember last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated to me they were viewing a manga that was written by Shinichi Fukuda and published by Square Enix, which means it's brought over here by Square Enix. It is a Senen series that originally came out in 2018, still coming out to this day. There are nine volumes, and it is a romantic comedy slice of life genre series based around cosplay. And what is this manga I'm talking about? It is Sono Busuke Dorewa Koi Osuru, or My Dress Up Darling. This manga is the story of Wakana Gojo, who is a very interesting person. He's a guy that when he was a young boy, he visited his grandfather's shop and ended up living with his grandfather, and he became obsessed with Hina dolls. Hina dolls are the traditional object used during Girls' Day, which is March 3rd. And there are two different types of dolls. There's the Obina, which are the male dolls, and the Mabina, the female dolls. And they represent the Heian period wedding. So they're these very intricate dolls that wear red cloth. They're simply created underneath, but they have these elaborate dresses and a very simple body to them. These things cost a lot of money from $1,500 to $2,500 for the tier because they're tiered sets. And people pass them from from daughter to daughter till they're around 10 years old. And our main character... Wakana is obsessed with them. He wants to be one of the best ones ever. He wants to be a Kashirashi, who is the craftsman who makes the head of the Hina dolls. And he's apprenticing under his grandfather, who he lives with because his parents died. And while he doesn't think he is ready to be a Kashirashi, he is in charge of making all the dresses, and he's very good at it. So these are little intricate dresses that are the same. They're very period piece oriented. Also, before I forget, he wears period piece clothes, which is kind of weird. So in school, he wears his regular uniform, but then when he's home, he's wearing essentially a kimono. So he's kind of an old soul. The 
only problem is that he wears old clothes, he hangs out with his grandfather, and he's obsessed with dolls. So it's kind of weird. When he was younger, he had a female best friend who said, what's wrong with you? You're a boy. You're not supposed to like dolls. And because of that notion, he feels that he can't tell anybody about what he likes. So his days are pretty much, he goes to school, goes home, works on dolls, then goes to sleep. And that's how his life has been. He studies, does stuff, but he's not really standing out. He's just, his head is down. Until one day when he stays after school to use the sewing machine because his broke. And he's going to make a costume when one of the most popular girls in class stumbles upon it and sees that he is sewing amazingly. And at first he freaks out because he's there in this room alone with one of his dolls. And he protected the doll because he fell over. And she's like, oh my god, that's a beautiful doll. And he immediately starts geeking out about it. And then he catches himself and says, oh, you're not supposed to know this about this. But she's totally gets it. She's like, yeah, if you like what you like, just do what you do. Do Be you. And he's actually really surprised. Because this is this really popular extroverted girl named Marion Kitagawa. Who is blonde hair. She kind of looks like a Gyaru. So she, except she's not tan. So blonde haired, colored contacts, dresses kind of flamboyantly. And she's super geeky. She's really popular, but she's geeky. She loves anime. She loves playing adult otome games. And she doesn't care what other people think. Because if you make fun of her, she's just not going to give you the time of day. And her thing is that she loves the game so and stuff so much, she wants to become a cosplayer. And she actually shows him one of her efforts. She's like, you could sew? That's really cool. Well, I'm trying to sew. Can you give me some pointers? And... She shows him this dress that she kind of bought and modified, which looks horrible. He's like, what the hell did you do? The sewing is off. It's this. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Uh, but you could you could fix this. And he's like, well, what are you trying to be? Well, I'm trying to be one of the main characters from St. Slippery's Academy for Girls, the young ladies of the Humiliation Club, Debauch Miracle Life 2, or Slippery Girls 2. And he's like, what the hell is that? And she kind of gets into geek mode and starts explaining what this is about. At first, she's like, yeah, she's pulling my chain, talking about this, that it's a it's a, a sexy game. She's going to say, what, do you think I'm a pervert? But then she looks at, then he looks at her eyes and sees that glaze you get when you're talking about your favorite subject and you're just getting into it really much and you forget about everything else. He's like, oh, God, she's actually being legit. So this extroverted girl takes this introverted, quiet boy who likes to sew and brings him into the world of cosplaying. And through it, they end up becoming friends. And Gojo, Wakana, ends up starting to change. He becomes more outgoing. He starts becoming obsessed with cosplay design. And he gets really good at it. And he ends up being commissioned for his work. But the whole thing is he's making these costumes for Maureen, uh, Kitagawa. And it's their relationship. And she really likes him. She fell in love with him early on. And it's them dealing with this. And it's a fan service manga. Don't get me wrong. It is very fan service Um, There's elements of when he's um, taking her measurements. And they're showing her butt. They're showing her boob. And she's obsessed with uh, boob bags. Which apparently are the part of the costume which holds your boobs. Get that. Because she's making like a maid outfit. And then later on, there's other costumes that are a little salacious that they show her in. There's a lot of... But it's not super hentai-ish or super etchy-ish. It's just little glimpses there because you're doing the costumes. And that's the premise of it. 
it doesn't give you the how to make the costumes, but it's this love of being yourself and getting into it, which is so prevalent in this series. The other interesting part is that you have Gojo, who is into this very girly thing. Like, he's a boy that's playing with girls' dolls, essentially. And he makes dolls and that's in dresses. That's his thing. Meanwhile, Kitagawa is a model, but she's also a huge otaku who likes magical girl animes, otome games, adult video games, manga, cosplay, all this stuff, which you typically say is a boy thing. So the role reversal here is kind of intriguing. Now, I will say that as the series goes on, we really don't get any closure on will they, won't they, will they, won't they. We know they like each other, but they're never going to say it. And, well, we're going to have to wait and see what happens. But it's an interesting ride. And the art style is really, well, it's your standard uh, Senin cute shoujo style, which is very slice of life So it's very realistic, and you have a lot of, like, the fan service is fan service. It's there. There's a couple of moments where it hints at other things that are happening, like the fact that he needs her to leave when she, he sees her in a very skinly out. He's like, you need to leave now because he might be doing something. And that sequence, the way it's drawn is very like, is he doing something? Is he just hitting his head? We don't know. And that gets a little off-putting, but besides that, there's other sequences where you see the actual costumes and they're drawn spectacularly. You have sequences with some of the more unique design characters the clothes looks on point they don't look mac filled which isn't bad at all the characters are all well established and really unique uh there's a running joke for the first half of the series or first couple of volumes where grandpa doesn't know what's going on but he sees his grandson with women's clothes and he thinks immediately like oh god he's become a crossdresser or he's a pervert then when he finds out that he's making a dress for kitagao he's like oh thank god Oh, thank God. At one point, he has a heart attack over it. It's really like, oh, God, this is messed up. But you have that. Um, You have Kitagawa's other part, the fact that she lives alone because her father is essentially an absentee dad who moved away. And she has to make her way doing model work. And then you have the two sisters, uh, Sajuna Inoue and uh, Shinju Inoue, who are an older and younger sister, where the younger sister looks bigger than the older sister. And one's a photographer, one's a cosplayer, and it's them doing their thing in their relationship. And it's it's very wholesome, and I love that relationship and dynamic that they have and what happens with that. The series is, overall, it's got some great plot to it. The design work is great. Um, the fact you can get this, it's currently available. Square Enix did a great job with this release. It's really inspiring, and I would want to definitely see more of this. The only fear I have with it is that they're not going to do much with the romance. I think it's just going to be spinning its wheels forever, and a lot of romances do that. But I found that the ones I enjoy more are where you actually get the closure maybe a little bit earlier, and then we just see what goes on. Or we know they love each other, they've told us, and it's them dealing with it. This is... Oh, we're going to do the, we're just going to dance around it. And then maybe, but they just dance around a little too much. That's my opinion on that. And for all these reasons, I have to give my dress up darling a borrow from a friend and don't return unless offered Pocky. It's really good. It's just, there are some little elements that are kind of 
annoying. I mean, another thing is that the etchy moments are a little much. I mean, some are like, okay, and they're sprinkled just a bit, but other ones you're like, oh, God, this is a little, why? I mean, this is not like Raw Hero or Prison School. It's not that bad. Don't get me wrong. It's not that at all. It's actually rather light. Just, it dings it just a little bit. Uh, I do like, I do enjoy this manga, and I thought it was really well done. If you've read this, what do you think? Let me know. Email me, zanspirekin.com, or tweet me at Spirekin. Let me know your thoughts on this very different romance series. If you liked it, if you didn't. I know I kind of glazed over it, but I could deep dive into this way too much. I read a lot of the series, and then afterwards, I compared it to the anime. And the anime actually does a really faithful job with it. I think the manga does a better attempt with her fourth cosplay, which is the succubus, that whole situation. But I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So let's get to the next part of the review or episode, which is the releases for the week. These were released on April 19th, 2022, which is former co-host of my brother's birthday. Uh, Happy birthday to you, Zoro. Hope you're doing good. But... Let's actually get to what the releases were. First off, we've got It's a Little Hard to Be a Villainous of an Atome Game in Modern Society, The Light Novel, Volume 1. 2.5, Dimensional Seduction, Volume 2. Asadora, Volume 5. Bite Maker, The King's Omega, Volume 4. Bottom Tier Character, Tomozaki, Volume 8, The Light Novel finally came out. Cat in a Hot Girl's Dorm, Volume 2. Disciple of the Lich, or How I Was Cursed by the Gods and Dropped into the Abyss, The Light Novel, Volume 3. High School DXD, Volume 7, The Light Novel. Kageki Shoujo, Volume 5. Kingdom of Z, Volume 5. My Senpai is Annoying, Volume 7. Number 5, Volume 4. Nurse Hitome's Monster Infirmary, Volume 14. Orc Eroica, Volume 2, The Light Novel. Rascal Does Not Dream of a Girl and Her First Love, The Light Novel. Rascal Does Not Dream of His First Love, The Light Novel. Record of Ragnarok, Volume 2. Sebukui Bisco, The Light Novel, Volume 2. Shiori's Diary, Volume 3. Suppose a Kid from the Last Dungeon Boonies Moved to a Starter Town, Volume 9, The Light Novel. Sword Art Online, Volume 24. The Executioner and Her Way of Life, Volume 4. The Girl I Saved on the Train Turned Out to Be My Childhood Friend, Volume 2, The Light Novel. The Hero Laughs While Walking the Path of Vengeance a Second Time, Volume 2, The Light Novel. The Scum Villain Self-Saving System, Remza Fanpei Jiju Shitong, The Novel, Volume 2. The Two of Them Are Pretty Much Like This, Volume 1. Topu GP 8. Torture Princess Frem Torture Chen, Volume 8, The Light Novel. Trapped in a Dating Sim, The World of Atoma Games is Tough for Mobs, The Manga, Volume 4. And then finally, Unarmed Memory, Volume 5, The Light Novel. There are tons of light novels that came out this week. And for me personally, the manga or light novel that I was most excited for are definitely, you had Asadora, Volume 5, Bottom Tier Character Tomozaki, Kageki Shoujo, uh, Shiori's Diary, Suppose a Kid from the Last Dungeon Boonies, Executioner Way of Life, and then the two of them are pretty much like this. Those are the ones I was excited for. What about you? Which are the ones that you most liked? Let me know. Email me, zansparker.com. And, well, we're almost at the end of the episode, but as usual, thank you so much for listening and checking in. I appreciate each and every one of you. You're all really awesome, and I hope things have been going good for you. 
if you want, check out our recent re- interview with Amit Mosh, the creator of City of Mist and uh, Tokyo Otherscape. It's released on the podcast, and you can check it out at www.spirekin.com or on youtube.com forward slash Spirekin. We've got a couple of other podcasts coming out really soon that are very cool. Definitely check it out and support our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spirekin to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. We've got tons of behind-the-scenes stuff, and there's several recordings and videos that you should check out. I released the second of the exclusive podcasts, which are only for those of you who join the Patreon. Also, if you go to the website, I've been recently updating and revitalizing the site. I redesigned some stuff. I've changed a lot of posts, and I've updated a lot of thumbnails. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Tell me your thoughts on them. I think I did a pretty good job making the website look a lot more modern. Also, be aware I did change some of the older episodes were a little more cringy. I'm still going through it, but I have 1,000... 30 episodes I have to edit throughout all the podcasts. So yeah, it's taking a bit of time. But I digress. Two other final bits of news. First off, if you are going to Anime Boston this year, that is going to be the weekend of May 27th, 2022 through May 29th. Definitely check it out because I've got six panels there because I'm a feature panelist there. And also, if you get there on the first day, if you're there on Thursday and you get there Friday, there is a feature panelist round table where it's going to be me and some of the other feature panelists talking about our panels and some other things going on. So feel free to check that out. The panels that we're running this year are going to be varied. We've got things like the Insane Manga Challenge. We've got 22 food manga recommendations for grown-ups. We have a panel about pet manga. We've got a panel about wine. And if you like horror, From Under the Bed has returned. So, So definitely check that out. And... One final bit of news before I forget, something kind of big. Uh, If you go to Twitter.com, I'm putting this poll up again. But after 13 years, I've decided to update our rating system. I've been trying to be a little bit more proactive and not as vulgar as I used to be. Don't worry, I still fucking curse. But I'm trying not to curse as much, so I'm changing the rating system slightly. The only one we're changing is our final rating, which used to be which is our highest rating, used to be really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't read this manga now, your brain will freeze, your eyes will swell up, and your soul will be forfeit to the great Zomo Gustar. But we are going to be changing it up. So some of the choices that you can choose for our new rating system, we're going to either change it to just really, really, really fucking cool. So really, really, really effing cool. Read it now. Own it. Enjoy it. Love it. Or an essential read. This poll is on our Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Spirekin. It's going to be going on for the next week starting on the 21st of April to the 28th. So that's one week. So let us know which one you like. Vote for it and let me know which one you think is going to be our new rating or what should be our new rating system. If you have a suggestion, you can also add and text me one as well. Leave it in the comments. And with that in mind... I want to thank all of you for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You're all really awesome. From my awesome Patreon members to just you who's listening right now. Every email, every message, every new subscriber, every different uh, message I get or new view I get. It just, it makes me feel good. Makes me realize I love doing this and I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can until I'm an old man using a magnifying glass and reading big print manga to do this. I want to keep reviewing manga and I love doing this. I've been trying to make this a bigger thing for a long time. I'm going to keep doing this and trying to make this amazing and do the best I can for you guys.
So thank you. So with that in mind, let's get to the part most of you've been waiting for. And what are we talking about? We're talking about that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. It's an actual physical wheel we have here. So what we're going to do is we're going to sign a manga title to each of the 10 slots. And when we spin this Wheel of Manga, whatever slot it lands on, the manga that is in that slot that has that number is the one that we're going to review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 465. That is 35 away from episode 500. And i got to say, it's feeling good to hit that far. So let's spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, shall we? Fingers crossed. Number two. So in the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing a manga that is known simply as Takane and Hana. What's it about? I don't know, but we're going to find out. So if you'd like to check out our other episodes, remember, check them out at If you'd like to make your own wheel of manga for us to use, join our Patreon and join at the What's Up level, which is our highest level, and you can actually create your own wheel of manga that I will have to follow. The only requirements are... I. Couldn't have reviewed the manga earlier. Besides that, you could choose anything you want. You could put it as one specific topic, whatever it is, make that, and you do it. All you got to do is join the Patreon. But anyway, I digress. So with that in mind, I think that's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope everyone's doing amazing. I've been your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time, and keep reading manga. See you later.